You're listening to the K-Pop Cast. It's your K-Pop DJ, Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by K-Pop B-Boy Supermatic. What's going on, Supermatic? What's up, what's up? It's been a long time, but now I am back. Come backstage, and we additionally welcome back BTS Army, Ariana, from our previous BTS panel episode. Welcome, Ariana. Hello, glad to be back. And today, we are going to be looking at BTS DNA. But before we get to BTS, we'll look at our hit replays. Hit replays are songs that we recommend you play on repeat for the week. So, Ariana, what's making you hit replay this week? I have to promise that I like other bands other than BTS, but honestly, <laughs> this the song that I could not get enough of was Serendipity. It dropped before, obviously, as their comeback trailer. It had a lot of things that it would take me in. For one, the video is very reminiscent of my favorite children's book, The Little Prince. Mm. Also, the language that Rat Monster, the writer, obviously, he uses is absolutely beautiful. And the choice to use Jimin's beautiful, melodic tones, it just adds to this story of somebody falling in love. I think my favorite moment is when he sings about being a calico cat, and then he goes into this beautiful little trill of love me now and touch me now. Love me now, touch me now. Um, I just think it's absolutely pure love, and it's, it's rare that we get to hear that from them. Indeed, that was close to being my hit replay for this week. I I think just for all those fantastic reasons you described, Ariana, and it's got a Mm -hmm. lot of message and theory behind it, but uh, Mm -hmm. we'll save that for another time. So Matt, what's making you hit replay this week? Yeah, you know, I was very close to also picking another song off of the Love Yourself album, but I ended up going instead with a new release from Pentagon, Like This. It's very Uh reminiscent of Monster X's Shine Forever, Uh but the difference is that the instrumental isn't as heavy, and so it doesn't overpower the vocals. Instead, it's like a nice backing compliment, as the singers and rappers are allowed to showcase their talents. What really sold me on it though was seeing their dance practice. The choreo is very unique and they have uh, formations where every member is given a highlight where they each end up kind of controlling the other nine members of the group. So I gotta say, this song, the music video, and especially the choreography have given me that final push to really dive into Pentagon's work. So if anything, thank you Ariana for this recommendation. (laughs) I thought you would like that one. So what's making me hit replay is this cliche, dope, ratchet electronic beat that our listeners know that I always fall for. It's <laughs> Z New, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and Feel Good. It's their song, Jaeger, produced by Hot Sauce. <laughs> and uh, there's, you know, there, you could probably provide a lot of valid reasons why I shouldn't like this song but simply put you know it follows that dope ratchet electronic beat 
with the same cliches, you know, with that like dirty, like baritone sax for the sexy moments and with the sexy ladies. And uh, <laughs> although, and you can probably guess this from the title, it's a song about having your beer goggles on. And it sort of makes fun of what it means to be a quote unquote fly guy in Korea. So give it a listen. It's <laughs> and the video is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a This episode was brought to you by the FOMO Daily Shop. If you want sweet, fashionable K-pop apparel, head on over to shop.fomodaily.com. We've got BTS shirts totally worth checking out. Just be sure to use the promo code K-Popcast at checkout to save $5. So again, it's K-Popcast at shop.fomodaily.com. So now it's time to dive into BTS DNA. Setting another record for yet another K-pop music video, which achieved the most views on YouTube within 24 hours. Um, we actually have another co-host who wasn't able to join us for this episode, who works at YouTube. She was even playing it on all the TV screens at YouTube <laughs> headquarters in San Bruno. Um, nice. But I asked her, you know, what, what she thought of the significance of this new milestone. And uh, she gave us a quote to drop in here. So reciting what she passed along to us, quote, Working at YouTube, you get a bird's eye view of what's trending all around the world, whether it's gaming, comedy, etc. I've never seen this level of hyper-awareness about what records there are to be broken, and the coordination across fans in different countries to knock those records down one by one. If YouTube is a game, K-pop, and specifically armies, are winning it right now. So that's some insider perspective from Absolutely. YouTube, from uh, from Stephanie. There was a great theory put out for BTS's DNA, put out by K-pop Junkie. Overall, K-pop Junkie suggests that, yes, and I think we all know this, especially from our panel episode, it's about loving yourself first, down to your very DNA. There's a few things that we'll go through to confirm that overarching thesis um, in our discussion today. But one thing that I thought was really awesome that K-pop Junkie pointed out was that in order to love other people, you've got to love yourself first. And corresponding with that, if you look at the order of the album, her is last. It's the last track on the album because mm-hmm. you've got to love yourself first before you can love her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love that that got confirmed also by Ratmon who um, also said that his theory for DNA going forward was if you can't love yourself, you can't love others. And I think after our panel episode, it was really nice to hear that we got that from the highlight reel. Yeah. Um, 
I he also said a few other things, um, which uh, K-pop junkie pointed out. He said, "Rat Mom confirmed that DNA contains our message of reconciliation and unite that we want to throw at society," which I think is really interesting. They've been doing this for many years, but it kind of like put it all together finally, you know. Right, right. And then he also said, "I consider loving oneself to be the answer to many things," and yep. um, it's it's again go tying back to where we were with the highlight reel. It kind of ties it all together. I want to quickly go over the ties into the highlight reel. For one, going through even serendipity, the highlight reel actually starts in space and goes down to Earth. And the same thing also happens in serendipity. You see the start from space moving down in through the Earth through Jimin's eyes. And then in serendipity, to tie back to DNA, you also have Jimin fall through like a colorful... I call it the colorful space space and time portal, where he's just (laughs) falling through. And it's this beautiful space-time portal that he just falls down and through and that actually comes through in dna through jungkook's eyes at the top of the video that's right and i thought that was really interesting that they use the same visuals for both but one is falling from space into somebody's eyes and the other one is going through like almost like a space-time continuum the other part that i thought really tied back is we talked about in the in the highlight reel uh theory that Jin might be a time traveler Mm-hmm. And it ends in the highlight reel with with him speaking about what's next, basically. You see it him oh it's almost like he's introducing DNA. Because he at the end says, Yet another storm to face and to be weathered head on, loving without fear, hesitating and parting, merely living as the person that I am. And I think that really ties into what DNA is about and what we learn through the video of DNA. K-pop junkie, you know, he did also acknowledge that you know the eyes can be that window and we also see windows throughout a variety of the different sets that they're in Mm. you know as a way to well you're at first looking out but this is all about that internal self-reflection and so those windows later on in the music video become black because you're no longer looking outward you're looking inward i think we also see that same concept shown through the bts and army doors in the teasers you know how they're both like one the same thing seen from different perspectives so maybe it's that portal that medium Mm -hmm. to go in between where they're finally opening up to us in a way yes (laughs) because they like they 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 share so much in the past i feel like about society about different things but this is it seems like a very personal way in now because we're experiencing you know self self self-love and love in general from them yeah and k-pop junkie also asked that question at the very end of his three video saying that he he asked well well, why does Jin run off early and and that's one of the scenes where we see all the guys together and he he's the (laughs) one who runs away if i had to just guess and like posit a theory it might be just that he's not ready to like inward you know he's not ready for that critical self-reflection and maybe this is why he's gone through that time traveling so many times from the highlight reel videos or it could be the opposite that he's just ready for the next step. He's ready. He could be leading them there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could say he runs into the room and is by himself and then they join him. There's that possibility that he's leading them there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the theory crafting behind BTS's DNA. Um, <laughs> for the concept as a whole, what, what did you guys think? Uh, well, I mean, 
Of course, for me personally, this is just all speculation, but I look at it as Love Yourself being kind of the spiritual successor to the whole storyline saga that BTS put out immaculately, which was the most beautiful moment in life saga. Mm -hmm. And that in itself was all about, you know, youth and embracing that even as you grow older, you always have that youth at heart. And well, with Love Yourself and the DNA concept, it's kind of like as we've been reiterating that step in that growth through life where you have to be able to really truly come to love yourself and everything that you are as a whole before you can project that same love onto someone else. Um, for me, it's also, we can take it as this is a song, you know, about loving yourself. It can also be a song about loving someone because it is about a connection with somebody also, yeah, whether yeah. that's with yourself or with someone. And I said that regardless, this is, if even if this is an outward love or an inward love, this is a new love for someone who is new to love. Yeah. Um, there's this there's this color uh, saturation. I, I kept saying it's like going it's like being in an Instagram filter. Yes. You know, there's this <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. it's like yes. it's so bright and colorful. It it's vibrant. It really reminds me, I was um, saying uh, recently to somebody, it reminds me of somehow taking the sixties and nineties and putting it in the same video. I can you know? see that. Yeah. 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 And then I, I also just think it, it ties that it ties back to that feeling of when you first fall in love. It's so bright and colorful and exciting. Um, it also ties back to it in that when they're in the group scenes, there's this flow with the choreography and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And even as the scenes change, they're they're connected. You know, yeah. there's a connection between all of the scenes flipping into the other. And it is like when you first fall in love. And I, my favorite moment of the entire video is the, the sleeve shot where mm-hmm. they're switching into um, from the chorus into Suga's rap section in the second verse. And it literally, the choreography like clicks through and they just show a hand going through a sleeve. It's, it's beautiful. Um, and it shows just this really awesome connection between the movement and the boys. And I think it's also about connection to the universe and, yeah. and destiny. And I yep. feel like when you first fall in love, these are the things that you feel. You feel excited and vibrant and you also feel connected to something and you feel like everything is connected to the universe and destiny. Um, and I think it comes from serendipity because serendipity, that whole song is about this is supposed to happen. This is where we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I think that that's whether it's loving yourself like when you first realize i mean i i think when the first time i was like oh i really like myself that was those were also all the feelings that i felt so it can be both for people you know totally and one thing i forgot to mention earlier k-pop junkie also pointed out that a lot of this dna is already written you know your genetic Mm -hmm. code is defined and it's acknowledging that and it's acknowledging that's your destiny i think as we see in this as as with serendipity not that BTS is adverse to color, but to me, this really struck me as a particularly colorful BTS music video. And I think it works really well because if you're a real biology nerd and they make so many references to this throughout the visuals within this concept, but there's like lines where you're looking for the GATC, you know, like the DNA um, mm-hmm. markings for genetic sequencing. And that was colorfully shown throughout this music video. I also like how when they're in those scenes where the there's that splash of mm-hmm. like paint mixed together it's like it's such a random seemingly random cacophony of like colors but mm. it there's harmony in that mm. like random assortment that, as we might get 
from our DNA, right? So it's acknowledging all those things about yourself. And I think visually, they demonstrate that concept well. Moving on to the choreography, there was an article in Mm -hmm. Soupy where Jin remarked that this song was the hardest choreography BTS has done to date. So what did you guys think of this choreography? Uh, I really liked it, honestly. And uh, of course, like me bringing the dancer perspective here, (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of of fans, especially armies, know that some of BTS's more notable choreography and pieces were choreographed by Keone Madrid, who he himself in his own right is a really great dancer and artist. Yeah. But what I love about this choreography, shout out to Sun Sung Duk, who is actually the performance director for Big Hit Entertainment overall, and he's choreographed a lot of BTS's other pieces too. I love how dynamic this choreography is. The first and second chorus are actually different from each other, yeah. as opposed to most standard K-pop dances where the chorus is usually the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and particularly for me, one part that always sticks out when I think about the choreography is the second chorus. They have this formation where the boys all connect arms and link arms together, and they form what looks like a DNA helix. And that was just so freaking cool yeah. to me. So. Shout out well, to uh, Sun Sun Jungkook for their creativity. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Jungkook leads that like rivet through them, which is so mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> I say this like every time I'm like, well, they can't top that. Like, this is obviously the best choreography they're going to do. Yeah. And then <laughs> they have a comeback and I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm I'm wrong. It's, it's better this time. I'm honestly just waiting for the stage because I feel like we got like little pieces of the awesome, but I think there's gotta be more that we're not seeing Mm -hmm. um i obviously the double helix moment with the dancing was amazing i also really love the wrist touch at the end of each Mm -hmm. i guess it's each chorus they do this rich wrist touch which is like connecting you know it's like the where your veins are you know and you sometimes even Uh, see them do like a little they weren't trying to be like a k-drama you know you're always grabbing someone by the wrist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly there's but there's this uh they'll they'll touch their wrist and then you see like a little light up on the wrist in the video and i think that's really cool and then there's the moment of the conga line which i really like which they're just all dancing around each other which i thought was really cool um mm-hmm. i liked their use of levels where the you know some of the boys will go to the ground and i just think the ending moments where as j-hope is doing his la la la's as i call them he they're in a line and they go to a v and it's it's just so strong in a final presentation Mm -hmm. definitely i would agree with every point especially being the resident dancer here (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's move on to the music the song itself Mm -hmm. what do you guys think of the audio well i liked it for because for me it was something a little different i mean uh just have to state that one thing I noticed when I was listening to the actual album uh, mm-hmm. uh, compared to the music video is that the music video starts off with just the whistles in Jungkook. Yeah. Whereas when you listen to the album version, it has that backing guitar riff right away. Mm-hmm. So that's something I thought that was kind of clever. But as for the song itself, I like that opening portion. And then I, I really dig how it drops into this EDM style dance beat where the, yeah, as drop. it progresses... Yeah, like it, as it progresses, it just you feel yourself getting more pumped and you're just jamming out. Mm-hmm. And I also love the pre-chorus sections where it's again just the guitar while the guys are singing. Like I thought that was a nice, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I might call it like yeah. a blend. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might call those the verses. I feel like that was more um, in the verses where you have the the guitars and the bass. Like, mm, yeah, that groove, man. Like, if the song was just that, like I would love it completely um <laughs> my objection with the song and like i totally get it now like i i definitely rock out to the edm drop in the chorus but 
I feel like that would have been better used for a bridge in the song.、Mm. Using that, that, that drop, that instrumental drop for the bridge. And so, what I would have liked would be just something that built upon that, those verses just a little bit more, maybe just a slightly different chord progression for the chorus. And I think, you know, other people have said that that whistling can be a little overused, but I think it works. Even if that was to continue into the chorus in some way, maybe they just, you know, alter the melody of the whistling. And I think it would have been even more catchy. But that guitar pattern, like I've been jamming to it on my own guitar <laughs> just because it's so fun <laughs> and catchy. And I'm trying to get the whistling down. Rodri, who we bring onto the show a lot, he tweeted today saying that. We should all whistle just so we know, like, we're fellow BTS Army out in public. It's like that'll be our, our call. <laughs> that should be like our code. Yes, yeah,、right? it's our secret code. That's our, that's our whistle. <laughs> yeah, what did you think of the song, Ariana? So I actually really like it. I, I feel like for me, they made me wait for that drop and I just didn't know when it was going to happen. And I, I really like when they do that. I, I think that BTS is always playing with how songwriting is constructed. There's, you、mm-hmm. know, there used to be rules until EDM came, came along in general. And、mm-hmm. I think that BTS is always trying to find new ways of how they want to explore that. So、um, I thought it was interesting. I, I kind of delineated a little different.、Uh, I think the, for me, the pre chorus is that little acoustic section leading into the chorus. So it's, you know, in the second verse, it's Jin singing it. And then you lead into this chorus where there's, they repeat the same words over again. And in the chorus, there's, you know, they start to add the background beats and the chants and the auto tune. It's,、right. it's moving into it. But then I don't, it's, I don't know if it's mid chorus or if you would consider it pre hook, but that's when they drop. They don't do it before the chorus. They don't even do it, you know, during the, you know, b- like before the bridge. They do it in a very specific place.、Um, other, they do this in other songs. They did it in Blood, Sweat, Tears, and they also did it in Save Me.、Um, I just think, particularly with this song, because it seemed like there was a lot more going on before the moment of the drop, I was like, it's going to be now. Okay, no, it's not now. It's going to be now. You know, like there was、yeah. that feeling. And so when it finally dropped, I was like, now I have to dance. It's time to dance now, you know?、Yeah. Um, and I think, I think for me, that was really interesting, the feeling towards it,、um, because I was ready for that beat to drop.、Yeah. Like the minute, the minute the acoustic dropped out, I was like, okay, it's time for a beat, you know?、Mm-hmm. As for, I just wanted to quickly touch on the lyrics that I, I thought it was really interesting of this.、Uh, This emphasis of, you know, don't worry, don't look back, we're different. And I thought it was interesting because it's almost like the person they're talking to is uncertain. Yeah. You know, and,、yeah. and I think if this is a song about self love or falling in love for the first time, there's clearly a tug of war going on. of, you know, It's almost like what you would tell, if it's a self love song, it's what you would tell yourself to boost your self confidence. And so I feel like. There's the moments, the don't worry and the don't look back fall in these moments of acoustic and let's build up to it. So when the drop happens, it's this is what this is. You know? Right. You know, this is, it, it's the, the moments that they say things like, we're, we're forever. This is, we're forever together. That's,、mm-hmm. that's those moments. And so I think it's a really interesting use of how to drop a beat in the right moment of what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think artistically they deliver on that message, you know, as we're、mm-hmm. hearing in the song. As a DJ, though, I will just say, like, that's the most irritating thing ever. Like, when you get like a, <laughs> like a pause, right? Like, it, you know, it go, the, like the song goes silent right before, like, you know, the next verse or the, or the core or the drop. It's like you're like, 
okay, you've got a crowd and they're all kind of standing around and then they don't know what to do. And then it drops like, oh, okay, okay, now I do it. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I had this problem with other K-pop songs, like with uh, like Tony One's like Come Back Home or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Four Minutes uh, uh, Hate, right? You know, we have these very different parts of the song, right? You've got these mm-hmm. empty parts where the crowd is just kind of standing around. And then you've got the part where they actually like rock out and dance. So... Mm-hmm. I, I think that makes sense. You know, as a DJ, like my own DJ edit of this song, because I'm definitely going to be spinning it. Like, I'm going to try to edit so you've got that consistent kick drum going throughout so people mm-hmm. at least know what they're doing at each, each step. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So, how would you guys rate this one to five for the concept? Concept wise, I mean, given everything that we already discussed and the different theories out there that we could all subscribe to, I just, I love the continuous and consistent artistry that BTS puts out there. Mm-hmm. And I, believe that DNA and the Love Yourself uh, series as a whole is right up there with what they've done. I actually ended up giving this concept a four. Wow. That good to me. <laughs> For me, I'm obviously very army, but I <laughs> I would probably say this is quite possibly one of my favorite concepts from them, period. Oh, wow. There might be some that I would probably say, you know, be, Blood, Sweat, Tears might be my number one. Uh-huh. But I would say this is probably number two now, and I gave it a 4.7. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm being very generous, but it's, it's honestly, I've watched this video at least every hour on the hour since it came out. Um, (laughs) I felt like it had just this beautiful, first of all, BTS doesn't use color like this, like we talked about. And so I, I feel like it's so much fun and it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And yet I know that there's a message every time. And I think that this is one of the first times in a long time I've seen just them having fun mixed in with knowing that there's a message. And I'll say, you know, when I play it at work while I'm on break, Anytime somebody walks by my computer, they're like, what's that? I want to see what that is, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's now it's now become like my easy way of being like, oh, this is BTS. You should look at it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I guess for me, the concept is great, but maybe I just already have such incredibly high expectations for BTS that I was expecting something a little different from, and, and this is different. Don't get me wrong. This is definitely different from what we've heard from BTS before. But I feel like we've already addressed this theme, right? In their highlight, Love Yourself Highlight Reel series um, in in slightly different ways than their previous work. So I guess concept-wise, I was looking for something a little bit different. So that's why I give it a 3.7. Still fantastic execution and production quality across the board. And I get the meaning here. But um, I, I guess I was just looking for something a little different for BTS. How would you guys rate the music one to five? Again, factoring just everything that we've discussed, and especially after listening to both your guys' points of views and everything that you talked about, that actually kind of swayed my score a little bit because I was weighing very close to a four. But uh-huh. I might have to ding it just a little bit because I'm starting to realize there are parts of the songs that left me wanting a little more. Yeah. So I'm probably going to give them about a 3.75. For the song. Okay. Yeah, for me, I actually go a little bit lower on the score, too. And it's mostly just because I wouldn't even say it's my favorite song on the album. I think it's a fantastic song for a video to be released, though. Uh-huh. Uh, it's mm-hmm. I, I think it was a very good choice. Um, however, I probably would give it a four for me because it's not well, exactly my favorite sound. Yeah. It's still very good. I mean, it, B- BTS will always pretty much be ranked a little bit higher in general because <laughs> I feel like they always step it up. Yeah. Um, you know, I think in general for me, the big thing that I got out of this is 
I, I will be excited every single time this comes up on my mix. And that's mm-hmm. typically how I rate things is if it comes up on my mix, well, I want to dance to it while I be excited. And that's why it gets a 4.0 because I still will. It just won't be as exciting as other songs on the album, like Go Go or even Serendipity. Every time that song comes up, I melt. You know, this is a little bit lower on that. Mm. I'm so close to giving it a higher score. But like, as we've discussed with the song, there are a few moments where I'm just a little irritated it's like okay you cut out of you know the chorus and then you go into the bridge and the song stops completely and it's like it feels like okay that's where you should have ended the song and then they go into the bridge and then they go into a final you know pre-chorus and chorus and as we discuss ariana like okay well that was done for a very deliberate artistic reason to give this message but as a song and as a party rocking song like that's where i can't like it for that reason so i'm giving it a 3.6. It's mm. hella catchy though. Like this is arguably mm-hmm. like, you know, within the top five catchiest songs of 2017. Like I am never getting that whistle and guitar strumming pattern like out of my <laughs> head. Like I'm going to hear that <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah. That's why I'm playing it on my guitar all the time, just because it is so fun and I'm trying to perfect the mm-hmm. whistle. But yeah, that chorus EDM break, I would have liked it used in a different way. And I think they use it just a little too much throughout. Do you, mm. I have a question. Does anybody ha- have you listened to the album and thought of another song you wish they would have released? I was curious about that. Yeah, you know, I, I was also thinking about that. And you listen to like, at least judging by my like Twitter feed, like I feel like everyone has their own personal favorite song out mm-hmm. the album. Like everyone's taking a lot of different favorites off of it. But I would still say this is probably their strongest song off the album. I do really like Serendipity as well. I thought Serendipity was a very good different type of song um Mm -hmm, especially for bts even for the delicate nature of it i thought that was very good um i in terms of that production value and artistic quality of uh, serendipity i might rate it higher than Mm -hmm. um than dna but dna i think on the whole was probably the the catchiest and strongest song off of the entire album I think also for me personally, I think the reason why they chose it is because it's also perfect for being now they're an American act. Yeah. You know, they're, they're making Mm -hmm. it over and it's a perfect one to introduce people to. I think Mm. it's making the rounds. It's, it's colorful. It's bright. It's a catchy song. It throws an EDM. There's all these pieces. Why I understand it was the one that got dropped, but I was, it it wasn't interesting to me because I was like, Oh, there are other songs on this that, would be very good to have a video for, but I think it makes sense why they dropped DNA first. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I may change my mind on this. I mean, like I obviously have a bias for serendipity and, and DNA, but mm-hmm. me maybe too. that's just because I've seen the visuals. Right. And maybe the visuals mm-hmm. automatically make me like the song, even though it's a different, completely different, you know, spectrum of, an, of consuming this content. But uh it's it's influenced my my music rating. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much in agreement with both of you about uh, reasons why DNA was probably the, ch- the chosen song to be like the lead single off of it and the MV. But uh, listening to the album, at least from my own personal taste, I just I think it's kind of cool how BTS themselves have still uh, kept true on some of their B sides to their uh, core roots with where they started, where they were kind of more of like an aggressive hip hop act. Yeah. So the two songs that I think like really uh, reflect that on the album are Mike Drop and uh, Go Go Go, which yeah, both right. are like solid jams. Like I've been bopping my head to both of those equally as much as DNA. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I would probably say Go 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 is my favorite on the album 
across the yeah. board. Um, <laughs> oh, well, serendipity is still number one. Let me let me put that out there. But yeah, I agree. I I think it's I under, again, it's like I understand why they picked the song for the American market in a way, but I think that that's a like better song of of representative of them as a whole. All right, so guys, on the whole, for BTS's DNA, is this song? Daybok or not? Daybok. Daybok. Yeah, absolutely, Daybok. There's no questioning that. I, I, it's like, why do we even have this category for the song? It's, it's not about Daybok. <laughs> right. Because some are not always, as Stephanie pointed out last oh, week. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So closing it out, that that's it for this uh, episode of uh, K-pop Cast. We've got a giveaway. If you're into Dabbit, we are giving away his Up and Down CD. All you have to do is just tweet at us that you want it. And I think we'll just give it to the first person who tweets at us that they want it. And we'll ship it your way. So make sure you have your Twitter settings set up so that we can like DM you um, for your shipping address and stuff. Although we won't object if you also, you know, subscribe to the podcast and leave like a five star rating, you know, that, you know, won't won't hurt your chances of uh, getting the Dabit CD as well. Mm-hmm. Last week, we also had some listener feedback from our EXO episode where we reviewed EXO's power. So Jenny, and I'm pronouncing that way, like find the Concords, but she tweeted at us saying that just seems like a commercial for computers in the early 2000s. But in a good way, maybe. <laughs> I could see that. It was fun. Yeah. It's like turn of the century yeah. like computer commercial. Like yeah. a yeah. Um Ricky Woodson hated Exo's power. Um he even left a comment directly for Steph saying, uh, quote, Sister, it's okay to be direct and say it like you mean it, as Wendy would say. If you don't like it, give it a one or a zero. And I don't think <laughs> we've actually ever given a one or a zero. <laughs> On the podcast I, don't, today. I don't think yeah i don't think exo could produce a one or a zero either yeah yeah mm-hmm. maybe one of these days we'll get something that really bombs yeah um contrasting that however marie tweeted us saying um agree with you uh dj pilo uh hashtag exo power is an impossible to hate k-pop song gonna play this one for non-k-poppers um wow. yeah so there you go nice. Yeah, there's, there's some uh, mixed opinion on this. <laughs> some people like it, some people hate it. I, I think, uh, oh. to your point, Ariana, it I d- sort of depends who you are. Yeah, I love the, the performances, but I did not love the concept. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> K-pop Hot Pot also thanked us for the shout-out. So I, I guess in that, they also got just another shout-out. So there you go. <laughs> so next week, um, I'm not sure what we're doing. Matt, well, you mentioned there was a few acts on the roster here uh yeah IU's actually coming back and there's a lot of anticipation for that we've also got day six with their next everyday six single and you never know maybe we'll go back and uh, look at bobby's newest releases yeah so i did like bobby all you album. listeners out there mm-hmm. yeah. all you listeners out there if you have any idea of something else we should take a look at then hey tweet at us yeah <laughs> yeah do it quickly before we record <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, just as we're all made from the same DNA and how that DNA line continues, I hope you consider uh, subscribing to our podcast and also joining <laughs> that line of DNA and leaving us a review. So, yeah. signing out, guys. Um, what's another acronym for BTS that you think BTS should use next? So, um, BTS could stand for Beyond the Scene. So, what would be your next acronym? Uh, mine's going to be. Uh, break the system 
for their next iteration, I would say, because, you know, they already break all of the rules. They might as well just make it official. For me, you can catch me on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore Khan, as in Genghis Khan. <laughs> for me, I mean, I really didn't really put too much thought into this, but uh, being a movie buff out there, if anyone is familiar with the entire uh, mythology of the Magnificent Seven, <laughs> I, I believe that the, that the boys of BTS have displayed such an artistry and have had so much growth in just the years since they debuted that maybe BTS could just refer to the Bang Tan 7. Ah! <laughs> I like that. That's good. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Supermatic, which is S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. Engage with me, I'll engage with you. <laughs> yeah. I cheated. I, I did BTS, BTS, or BTS twice. Um, singing for <laughs> Bring the Sugar Between the Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> And every army died. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, you can find me at DJ Peter Lowe. And don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you thought of the show at The K Podcast. All right. Thank you all. Good night. <laughs> Your money, your money, your money, your money.